Hi, welcome to Pick Me Up Daily. We're just trying to bring a little bit of sunshine to the world. I'm Amy Martin, and I'm here with Zach Martin. Hello. So, Zach, today you get to tell us two things that you're grateful for. Two things I am grateful for today. The first one has to be my health. I'm just thankful that not fighting any big diseases and just feeling good. Solid. And the second one would be my siblings. I absolutely love them. Great people. Yep. Love them. Okay, so today I'm going to tell you about one of my favorite charitable celebrities. Um, We did John Cena last week, and it just made me think of my favorite charitable celebrity, which is Dolly Parton. Yeah. So um, I know a lot of people know who Dolly Parton is. She's a country singer. She's amazing. Um, She has won all sorts of awards for her music. She actually has been nominated for an EGOT, which is Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. And so that's very impressive. That's a very small group of people that are in that, like have been nominated for all of those things. So she's obviously a wonderful musician. We all love her, but I'm going to talk about, um, like her philanthropy side today. And so my sources for today are dollyparton.com, uh, her Wikipedia article and a article that was on yardbarker.com. So let me tell you about Dolly. So by her own words, she grew up dirt poor. Um, She grew up in a one-room cabin with 11 siblings and her parents. Um, Some interesting notes. 11 siblings in a one-bedroom cabin? Yes. And it did say that they only lived in the one-room cabin for like six or seven years. But that is still... Only. Only six or seven years. That is still super crazy. Um, But here's a fun fact. Her mother had all 12 kids by the time she was 35. And there was, there was only one set of twins in there. Did it say when her mom and dad like got married? It didn't. I, well, I mean, I'm sure I could find it, but that's not something that was in Dolly's article. Um, so her mother was in poor health for most of her life. Um, but she still managed to keep house, which is incredible with 12 kids, um, and entertain the kids with music. And then her father was illiterate actually. Um, but Dolly has often said that her father was one of the smartest people she ever knew when it came to business and making a profit. So he hustled, he was always working multiple jobs. Um, he really, you know, he made the ends meet however he could. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that was super cool that even though he was illiterate, she said that he was one of the smartest people that way. Um, which means that she got her musical talent from her mom and then she got her business savvy from her dad because she is an incredible businesswoman as well. Okay. So Dolly Parton, she's obviously very successful in music. We all know multiple of her songs, right? And so as she's getting bigger, um, in 1988, she established the Dollywood foundation and the original goal was just to help children in the severe County, Tennessee region achieve educational success. And so this was important to her because this is the region she grew up in. This is where Dollywood is. So this is very important to her. Um, so in the late eighties in, you know, the, what she's doing with her Dollywood foundation is she created the buddy program in Sevier County, Tennessee. And the whole goal was to reduce dropout rates among high school students. And so she asked seventh and eighth graders, which I think is so smart. She didn't go directly to high school seniors because they had kind of already forged their path, right? If they were going to graduate, they were already there. And if they were going to drop out, they had already done it by now. So she's so smart. She went to the seventh and eighth grade students and she said they need to buddy up. So they had a partner. And if each partner, both of them together, graduated high school, they each got $500 cash. And so I think that's that's so smart of Dolly because she was not only relying on 
the promise of $500 cash, but she had accountability with somebody else. Yeah. Somebody's going to be there every day helping. Exactly. So if, you know, if you checked in on your buddy and made sure they were getting to school, made sure they had their goals aligned, you were both going to get the money. I think that's so smart of her. Yeah. So the whole goal obviously was to reduce dropout rates for high school and the dropout rate as she started the buddy program went from 35% in Sevier County to just 6%. Holy cow. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, Dolly's good. vision worked. Um, and then in 1989, she gave every student that graduated from Sevier County and wanted to attend their local college. She gave each of them a $500 scholarship as well. Oh, that's cool. So she would just push them into the next. Exactly. Year. She really just wanted to push people into being more. Yeah. Being their best. Yeah. yeah. And so um, then after the buddy program success in 1995, Dolly created the Imagination Library. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. Okay, so it's actually really cool. So the Imagination Library started just to increase literacy. And this is all in honor of her father, who was illiterate, like we talked about. And so um, they send out free books to children in certain communities throughout. um, Let's see. It's the U.S., Canada, the U.K., Australia, and the Republic of Ireland. So she has 1,600 communities across those countries. And she sends out free books every month from a child's birth until they start school. Wow. Yeah. No, it's super cool. Every month? Every single month. Every single month, these kids get a free book in the mail and their parents can read to them. Eventually they can start reading. Like it's a very cool thing Wow. where she's just trying to like share the love of reading. Oh, that's awesome. It is. It's super cool. Um, so I've got a couple of stats. Um, so let's see. So it's over 1600 communities and that is over 850,000 children that get these books every month. Holy cow. Yeah. And it's always a new pool because like I said, it's birth to school age. So when they start kindergarten, they like no longer get the books, but every baby that's born in these communities has this opportunity. That's awesome. I think it's super cool. Wow. I know it's impressive. Um, in 2018, Dolly was honored by the library of Congress for the imagination library. Um, it sent out its 100 100 millionth book. Wow. In 2018. And so it actually, um, the book, the 100 millionth book was donated to the Library of Congress in D.C. And it was a book that she wrote herself called The Coat of Many Colors. Oh, yeah. I didn't know she was also an author. Yeah, she, Dolly does everything. Um, so her work in literacy has earned her several awards. But my favorite, my personal favorite award that she got is in 2001, Good Housekeeping, the magazine awarded Dolly the Good Housekeeping Seal of Approval, which is the first time they ever put their seal of approval on a person. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. Just no, good. Yes. We approve this product and this product <laughs> exactly. and Dolly Parton. We just, yep, Dolly Parton, everything good. We like Dolly. So That's I just awesome. thought that was awesome that she as a person got the seal of approval. Um, so Dollywood Foundation is also credited for bringing a lot of jobs and tax re- revenues to a previously depressed region in Tennessee. So there in Sevier County, she obviously employs a ton of people um, through her foundations, through Dollywood, just all sorts of ways. And so that, you know, they credit her for giving the, the economy a boost in that area as well. Um, let's see. In 2003, Dolly's efforts to preserve the bald eagle through the American Eagle Foundation Sanctuary at Dollywood earned her the Partnership Award from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Wow. So Dolly's not out here just trying to, like, make kids readers. She's also trying to save the bald eagles. Well, I like bald eagles. Yeah, who doesn't? Probably my favorite animal. Right. And so it's America. just, it's cool that Dolly's, you know, putting her heart and soul into everything. Okay. And then my last little, like tidbit about her philanthropy 
is that in 2016, the Great Smoky Mountain wildfires ravaged the area around Great Smoky Mountain National Park. And so that includes Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg, which you might be familiar with. Yeah, Gatlinburg is where a lot of people in that part of the country go to, kind of like Branson, Missouri is probably a little bit more. Right, I've heard that. Yeah, Yeah. I haven't actually been there. But um, when you think about that these these towns were mainly like tourism towns, um, you think about the impact that that had on their economy when people can't come to Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg. It's hard for them to make money. Well, and in Tennessee, that it's just so beautiful with all the trees and it's so green. So when you have a fire like that, it's such a stark contrast. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so these fires, they took out 14, they took 14 lives. So 14 people dead. They injured 190 people. And then it absolutely just destroyed about 2,500 buildings, individual wow. buildings. Yeah. That so sucks. this was quite an impact. Um, so of course, Dolly could not do anything. Um, she loves this area with her whole heart. And so she participated in a telethon to raise money for the victims and she saw success there. Um, and so then she held her own telethon and she raised about $9 million. That's impressive. It's a significant amount of money. It's more so, than they raised in parks and rec. <laughs> it's true. So, um, she used these funds. She provided a thousand dollars a month for five months for over 900 families in the area. And then on the sixth and final month, Dolly gave each family $5,000. And that's because she had continued to raise so much money for this cause um, that she had a surplus at the end and could give everybody 5000 instead of 1000 which is incredible. And so each of these families got a total of $10,000 because of Dolly's efforts. That's so cool. It it's, is. It's awesome to see these successful, wealthy people that could just go buy another island or fly off into the sunset really go out of their way to help and to be more just present definitely what's going on. It's awesome to see. And so something that's really neat about this, and there's so much that goes into the, the great Smoky mountain wildfires and how Dolly helped. Um, but the university of Tennessee, um, actually conducted studies and they found that the unconditional cash assistance that Dolly offered in, in line with the traditional disaster relief aid, um, it really positively impacted these families where they could use it for anything that they needed to. They could use it to do, um, you know, put some money in savings or they could put it as a down payment on a new home, things like that, where they weren't being told where they had to use their money. It was just cash assistance where they needed. That's awesome that they could just put it wherever they needed to. So they weren't like having to spend this much on food. If they didn't need the extra food, they could bank the money. Exactly. Exactly. So there's a lot of positive things that came out of Dolly helping in this situation in 2016. Um, so I'm just going to end with a direct quote from Dolly herself. Um, it says, my dream was to make as many people happy as I could, uh, in this life. And I just think that's incredible. I think that's such a wonderful goal to have for life. It's awesome. Make as many people as you can happy. So she just has a a nice, concise statement of what she's trying to do when she's out there doing it every day. Clear and to the point. Right. And so I'm just going to leave you guys with be like Dolly. Hashtag be like Dolly. Exactly. Be a good person and try to make people happy. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody.